0: I'm so sorry. I hit live and you were talking.
1: Totally fine. No, no, no. It's totally fine. I just saw something about live streaming through my channels, but it, I, it's all right. Don't worry about it.
0: Okay. Well, cool. Well, uh, everyone, I am Joe DeHoyos. I'm the host of Beyond the Woodline. Um, just real quick before we get into the show, if you guys have any strange encounters, whether it be uh, with cryptids, you know, Bigfoot, Dogman, Loch Ness, Monster, Mermaids, um it doesn't matter uh paranormal stuff whether it be you know uh angels or ghosts or hauntings and you want to talk about it or even ufos and aliens Man, i'm very much down to talk about all that stuff i love that stuff um you know and a lot of you guys know that i've gotten more into the spiritual side you know i've had a, some tarot people on the show psychic mediums and just all that kind of good spiritual stuff. I, I love talking about uh, people with witchcraft. I love that stuff too. So you guys want to talk about that? You guys want to see more guests, man, let me know. I'll be happy to have them, get them on. And um, if you guys are into the Bigfoot thing, you know, that's where I come from. That's my original field. Um, I'm the executive director of the JRG, which is the Jevning Research Group. Uh, some of you guys know Will Jevning, longtime researcher. He's been doing it over 40 years. Um, we have a group with him, or I'm part of his group, and we now have a forum. So if you're interested in helping and joining and contributing to this field, uh, you can, we need your name and email and a short bio, and we'll go from there. And if there's someone in your area that needs help or needs contact information or just wants to talk, um, we'll shoot them your stuff and we'll go from there. But with all that being said. I have with me Jack, the Holistic Siren. How are you doing, Jack?
1: I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. We got a chance to talk a little bit before we went on the air. I gave you a little bit of my background. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that I, I, I wanted to tell you, and I've told different people before, um, you know, um, even like in in my family, we've had... Um, it's very strange things that that have kind of gone on and went on. I mm-hmm. um, see someone's here. We've been chased off by giant grasshoppers hmm. at a cemetery, at a crossing portals in a haunted forest. Well, I would love to talk to you, Jack. But <laughs> yeah, Jack, that's that's all part of my all part of my group. I love it. Uh, yeah, awesome. even even like in my family. So uh, my father passed away in 2012
1: and i'm so sorry yeah, yeah
0: and he was he really truly was like my best friend he was my best friend he really was and from 2017 to 2019 uh i kind of keep that in mind i kind of went through a bad time mm-hmm. and i felt like i had this fog over me and and i think like i said somebody put something on me well during that time he was really really around me and i think he kind of helped me through that mm-hmm. uh, and then last April, my mother had a, she had a birthday party. We were all there, you know, me and my brother and my sister, my kids, my grandson. I've got a grandson, my nieces and nephews. Um, that was on a Sunday. They were supposed to go to the cemetery that Monday. They wind up not going. So my brother, so I called my brother that Tuesday and I was like, hey, did you go to the cemetery? To, you know, did y'all go? How did it work out? And he goes, oh, we wind up not going because it rained, you know. It was we were just too muddy to go. And I was like, okay. He says, but I got something to worry to tell you. He says, at the party, my my niece Maddie, she was fifteen at the time. She told me that she heard Dad's voice, and that mm-hmm. Dad told her, "I'm glad that uh, your grandma's having a party, and that she deserves it, and that uh, she was that uh, he was proud of us for having the party for my mom, right?" Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's cool, you know. He says, but something else happened. He goes, I called Uncle James, which is my dad's twin brother. Uh He was supposed to go with him to the cemetery, and they canceled it. My uncle told my brother, hey, I got something strange to tell you. Your aunt heard your dad's voice at the party. Oh, my gosh. He he told your aunt that he was glad she had the party, that she deserved it, and that he would be there when her time comes. Oh, my gosh. So what do you think about that? And my aunt and my niece, neither one of them knew that the other one had heard that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So um, it sounds like your dad just wanted irrefutable evidence because I feel like maybe you and your family are like evidentiary, like meaning you like evidence, you like facts, you like proof of things, especially when it's things you don't quite understand or there's not science backing it or there's no like hard proof, right? So you need something that's validating information to prove something that happened that may be out of the ordinary. So it sounds like your dad knew that. (laughs) And delivered literally verbatim the same exact message. And when we cross into spirit, when we go home, um Time doesn't exist. Like time is a human construct, right? So your dad could speak to his brother and his your aunt, right? My aunt
0: and my niece, your aunt, yeah.
1: Your aunt, okay, aunt and niece simultaneously. Like there is no separation. That's why people can say, "Oh, well, I had a dream of this person who passed away," and a person who lives a hundred miles away could say, "Oh my gosh, I had a dream of." That person who passed away at the same time or at the same night so like that like time difference or distance or whatever energy doesn't know time or distance so that makes complete sense to me
2: okay yeah
0: yeah yeah i just thought that was a good story i I love getting people's uh opinion on that and and their thoughts on it and i I think you you pretty much nailed it um because i'm definitely someone who needs proof and wants proof yeah uh you know going back to the bigfoot thing right that's a big reason why I go look and I go search and I explore mm-hmm. and I research and I investigate because I'm looking for proof, mm-hmm. you know. I, I I'm looking for uh, the truth more or less, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense, especially like I said with me. And uh, so that's where I got the name Beyond the Woodline coming from mm-hmm. my perspective. There's more out there than than just what's beyond the woodline, right? So that's where. Right. I got no, I love the
1: name. It. It's it's very yeah. fitting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So uh, enough about me, I guess. People don't want to hear about me. They want to hear about you. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you on this journey that you're on?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So um, I'll try to make it, put it into the Reader's Digest version. So um, (laughs) I've found that throughout my experience on my own healing journey and interacting with people in the spiritual community and other healers in my space, that we tend to experience a lot of hurdles and heartache in our lives from a very, very young age. Um, And in saying that growing up was pretty difficult for me. Um, I was born a medium, so I've been able to see spirit my entire life. Um, I would deliver messages at the age of three years old. I remember one specific time when um, my grandfather on my mother's side had recently passed away, maybe only a couple months prior And um, I was in my mom's bedroom, and she was having a really hard day. She was thinking about her dad, my grandpa. And I walked up to her, and I told her, Grandpa doesn't want you to be sad. It's okay. And she has told me that story a million times over. She's told other people that story. Um, So my entire life, I've been seeing things I didn't understand, and I had no one to really – Share that with, and like you, I was raised in in a religious household. I was raised Roman Catholic. I went through the majority of the sacraments, um, um through confirmation, you know. Um, so I was taught to fear and demonize a part of myself that I was born with. So you can kind of see like where that that duality kind of comes in, right? Um, but I I grew up in a really rough household. My parents um got divorced when I was younger. Um, My mom was very abusive with me emotionally and physically. Um, She's very mentally ill Um, and uh, eating disorder at the age of 12. I was paralyzed at the age of 20, head to toe, couldn't walk, and speak due to an autoimmune disease. Um, But my entire life have been like these hurdles and challenges. And for some reason, every time I was presented with a challenge, I stepped up. And I turned it into a success or I turned it into a learning experience. And I actually came out stronger at the end of each experience, which has been a pretty amazing journey. But um, my spirituality has been kind of all over the place up until I would say like the last four or five years because of that self-hatred that developed so early on because my old religion made me fear a part of myself that I didn't know how to get rid of because I was, I was born with it. Right. Just like I'm born with blue eyes and blonde hair. Like I can't dye my, dye my mediumship. I can dye my hair and try and hide it. Right. Um, so, um, so yeah, so, uh, I would say probably in like 2018, 2019, I stepped very deeply into my spirituality. I was asking a million questions like, where where does my belief system lie? And where can I find fulfillment in my belief system? Because that was where I was struggling. You know, I was going to church, I was reading the Bible, I was doing all the things they tell you to do to help you find your faith. And I just wasn't finding it. And I was noticing that I was starting to pick up things again, my with my intuition, like the story you told me offline about um your friend picking up some things and um I started seeing things again, so I can see spirit with my eyes when I choose, um, or I can see spirit in my mind's eye, so in my head. Um, So I was starting to see things again with my physical eyes and pick up things and sense things, and I just didn't know where to start. So I started um, meditating, and through my meditation practice, through breath work, through journaling, I was able – and also um, through finding a mentor, I was able to understand that – I don't just have a higher power, meaning God or whatever universe or spirit, whatever terminology you want to use. There are different levels of entities that are on your divine support team that guide you through life for your highest and best and try to help you navigate through challenges um, that your soul actually signs up to learn as lessons and each individual life that you have. Um, but I, this getting into the spirituality field was actually, it's been a lifelong journey because it's just been a part of who I am since I was born. Um, so 2019, I actually left my nine to five job to start what is now the holistic siren, which is my, um, spiritual healing business. And, um, it, so I went from like a completely conventional job. Like I have my master's degree in nutrition and dietetics and education. Like I'm very formally educated, but nutrition is a passion. But I was finding this other passion because I was finding rediscovering my spirituality and my faith and all of that fun stuff. So with my creating my business, I was able to kind of cement the conventional knowledge base with the nutrition, the health and wellness of the body, with the health of the spirit through my, own spirituality practice. And I just slowly started developing my mediumship, developing my channeling abilities. Um, I'm a practicing witch. Um, I've been a practicing witch since I was eight years old. I've been (laughs) spellcasting. I just (laughs) never told anyone about it. Um, But now I'm very public about everything. But um, like I said, my journey has been a long one for sure, but a very rewarding one at that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's very similar with me too. Um, I, I don't necessarily broadcast it, you know, but I also don't, and and not and not in a mean way, but I don't care what anybody thinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like I come from a very very religious uh, family. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I grew up Catholic. My kids went to Catholic school. You mm-hmm. know, they CCD. Catholic, Yeah. You know, I did all my sacraments. Uh, my my brother he is a pastor. You know, so so. uh they don't ever tell me anything or look at me weird. You know, they just, you know, they love me for me and I love them for them. You know, mm-hmm. for them and That's of all course. that matters. Um, you know, you mentioned meditation and that was really uh, something for me personally that really helped me out. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a big hurdle. Not that I'm an expert at it yet either. But uh, once I started uh, getting more comfortable with it and learning it a little bit more, it really helped me out and Mm -hmm. i i think meditation is is great for for uh for anyone regardless Mm -hmm. of their religious background spiritual background i think if they learn how to meditate properly uh they'll be pretty uh they'll be pretty amazed about what happens with themselves
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, meditation is a great tool for stress reduction, um, for connecting with the breath, connecting with your higher power, just even connecting with yourself, right? Getting below that, that ego level, right? That likes to keep you in your comfort zone. And meditation, I think has, um, uh, this like stigma that you need to perfect it or you need to sit Still for an hour and like not think about anything. And actually, the purpose of meditation is just to be and accept whatever's happening within you and surrounding you and be at peace with it. Um, so and there's no timeline, right? Like, again, time doesn't exist. So if you meditate for five minutes versus an hour. Hey, you might get more quality out of those 5 minutes versus the full hour. You know what I mean? Um and I remember ch- doing that in the when I first stepped back into my spirituality was I would like push myself. <laughs> like because I'm an athlete at heart. I played basketball varsity in high school. Like I've always been an athlete. Um I was like pushing myself like it was a challenge like no, nope, I hit 30 minutes, I'm going to hit 60. I'm just I'm going to do it. It was like a goal. But there wasn't really any value past a certain point. So if I could say anything to your viewers, like don't put the pressure on with regard to meditation. If you notice you're having racing thoughts, you can't shut your mind off, that's okay. Just get into a place of acceptance. And that's the first, that's the first stepping stone. And if then, if you continue to struggle, do a guided meditation. I mean, YouTube is a great resource. There's a million guided meditations. And that way you're not focusing so much on what's up here.
0: Yeah. And you know what? You're exactly right. Because uh, sometimes I could be f- free all day long, but I still mm-hmm. got so much going on in my head. And yeah. It's hard to sit down and relax and, and do that. And then other times I might like have five minutes of, of peace. And I'm like, okay, this is a good time to do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Whenever you're you right. can
1: fit it in, honestly.
0: Yeah. yeah you're right about that. Um, so you talked about your business and I'll give you a chance to talk about it again later on, but yep. uh, why don't you go ahead and, and give us a plug here for your business and, and what you do and what you offer.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so my business is The Holistic Siren. Um, so within my business, I I would call myself a, a spiritual health and wellness mentor. And the reason why I say that is because I help educate people in the importance of the um, having balance between the health of the body and the health of the spirit. Okay. So we're thinking of the health of, health of the body that would include hydration, self-care, um, fueling or uh, nourishing your body properly and rest, right? And then of course, movement through exercise, yoga, et cetera. And then you have the health of the spirit. So that kind of includes more of the meditation piece, the connecting with your life purpose piece, the healing um, and balancing and maintaining that balance in your energy piece, meaning like chakra alignment. Um, if uh if everyone understands that. So essentially what I help people do is not only heal their bodies from different forms of inflammation, I also help them connect to their energy centers, meaning their chakras, understanding where those blocks and imbalances are due to trauma from their past. Now, whether the past is the past of this life, it could also be the past from past lives as well, because trauma can follow us um, throughout our soul's journey. So essentially I help people with past life Reiki sessions, um, cutting cords with people or um, negative influences or habits. Um, I do private tarot readings. Um, I have, I have over the last year, have heavily focused on moving into the education space um, and working with groups of people um, while having some space to work with one-on-one as well with spiritual mentorship and more recently helping people um, build their light working businesses um and stepping into their roles as healers and teaching them my strategies that i've used to to build my business but also to build my expertise in being a healer as well yeah,
0: yeah that, that's good that you're helping others also you know uh because there are people who are like i'm not helping anybody i'm doing this for me you know <laughs> you, yeah. know, so that, you know, that's you know that's great that you do it and i've I, I'm, and it's it's not a bad thing you know that some people don't want to help, but I think you should help if you can help, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, the I, I think that people still see a divide and we are all one collective consciousness. Like right. I am you and you are me. So right. by helping you, I help me. And by helping me, I help you.
0: Right. right.
1: So I I think what's really missing in the world right now is this sense of community the sense of connection um, mm-hmm. that we're all in this together mm-hmm. um rather than you know all the separation that's been going on for for so long
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but I, I honestly like helping people is the fuel to my fire I that is my motivation that is my higher calling um, and it allows me to do what I love every single day
0: yeah, yeah you know that's part of why I do this show is I, I love helping people. Connecting people and, uh, you know, sharing information with people. That's part of why I like doing this. And uh, I love getting an email from someone who's like, hey, you know, I saw this on your show. I go through this or I've experienced this, you know, can I tell you about it? I'm like, man, tell me, you know, I'd love to hear it. So, yeah, that that's part of why I love doing this, you know, doing this. And uh, um, it makes me feel good to do it, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I watch a lot of your your videos, I, man. I love your shorts on uh, on, Thank uh, you. on on YouTube. They're right? straight to the point, and they're great. You know, uh, you know. And we, I guess we kind of talked about it about like uh, worried about what other people think, mm-hmm. or you know, um, you want to expand on that a little bit about what other people think about what you're doing, uh, especially if it's negative. You know. Sure. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> so back in 2019. Um, I started getting some flack on social media and back then I took it really really hard. Um, I took it very personally um, I have my own personal insecurities I'm human too um, and at the time uh, it would really hit me hard and it's, at times I would think oh my gosh'm am, am I meant to do this am I doing the wrong thing like why are people not receptive to you know this, these healing messages that I'm putting out there. Right. Because that's always been my intention is just to help people and for the message to get delivered to whoever's meant to see it. Right. Um, Fast forward to 2023. Um, I don't give a a crap what people think. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Um, Honestly, I, my mission is, is so important to me and I am so solid in what my purpose is. No comment from anybody is going to derail me from what I'm doing because I am so confident in the direction of my life and where God is guiding me right now um, or guiding me in general. Um, And the best advice I can give to anyone who has fear of judgment, because this has actually been coming up a lot um, through uh, my TikTok collective readings that I do every morning. Um, A lot of people are, men and women, are coming into their gifts and really shifting their perspective on their life purpose and, and what they want to be doing with their lives, um, especially with regard to being of service to the community or a specific community. Um, and the biggest hurdle that they talk about is this judgment piece. So I'm so glad you brought it up. And they always ask me like, Jack, like, how, how did you get past it? Like, what, what can I do? And I tell everybody it is not like a, a one-step process. It is a continuation of you doing the work you feel called to do, regardless of what people say, because they just like, there's le- uh, white and black magic. There are really, there are good people and there are mean people, <laughs> you know, like oh. you're just going to run the gambit. That's life. Um, and uh, judgment is going to judgment is fear being projected from that person who's judging you. It has nothing to do with you. And I think a lot of us come from a very traumatized place where we internalize what people say and we take it as an insult to our character when in reality, it's just a projection of that person's fear and just showing you that that person's coming from a very traumatized place. Like you never know the shoes that other people have walked in. so being compassionate with people that judge you and i know that's so hard believe me it took me a long time to get there um but being compassionate with those people because you don't know again the shoes they've walked in the life they've lived and that judgment from them could literally just be a projection of some trauma that they're holding on to
0: right yeah 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 that's that's very good and it's uh like uh of course i get a lot of negative comments especially you know after the show, somebody say something crazy, and it yeah. used to make me mad, piss me off. And one of the things I like about you is that you cuss. So that's so don't worry. Oh, about I'm Texas.
1: from Jersey, babe. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: oh man, that's what I wanted to tell you too. You know, people from Jersey seem very, very proud of the fact that they're from Jersey. And it's, it, I'm gonna tell you something. It's right up there with Texas, uh-huh. Texas being proud of being Texas. I think we got a
1: lot of pride, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: Jersey is, is is right up there. But yeah, you know. uh even know where i was going with this now i got thrown on subject but uh (laughs) uh yeah you know i i I think uh uh, i used to worry about what people said and then i was like i don't care what you say Mm -hmm. because it's probably more them than it is me and and um one of the things i used to do is i used to uh, get like mad at them you know but now i don't even get mad at them i just i I leave them alone and i don't you know i'm not gonna you know, because like you said, they probably have, you know got some stuff going on in in their life too, and they're projecting it on, on TV. So I don't I don't judge mm-hmm. them either, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, one way or the other, I just I, I let I let whatever they say go, and I let them go, and that's uh, I think that's important.
1: Yeah, and that's all you can do.
0: Yeah, but um, so the whole reason why I even contacted you was because of the tarot readings, right? And uh-huh. uh, even now, when I when I watch you, you man, you seem to be like hitting a lot of the stuff right on the head with me, you know. Uh-huh. especially when it comes to like, you're talking about, you know, uh, projects that we have going on or projects that we want to start or, uh, uh-huh. or businesses we want to start. I'm like, man, this is, you know, you're, you're always hitting it on the head with me and uh, uh, how did, how did, what's your response overall when you when you do tarot readings? Uh,
1: what do you mean? Uh, response from other people?
0: Yeah. 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 From like, you're like, you know, you're on TikTok, right? What is well, your
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Audience? um, <laughs> uh, It's, I, it's all positive number one. Um, and it's honestly, it's pretty damn close to what you just said. Um, (laughs) like, how did you know this? This is resonating so much with me. How did you know I was thinking about doing this? And you'll hear me with my, with the tarot readings. Like I'll call out the, the associated astrology in the cards that I'm getting and, um, people will, um, align with the astrology. Like maybe the person they're dealing with is that sign or they're that sign. Um, but they just connect overall with with the mess with the healing message and the and leave inspired. Like that's actually a, a very common comment that I get from people is that you're inspiring me to move forward, yep. and I can't tell you how rewarding that is um, to just be able to inspire people to keep going, even if it's just for another day or to go after their dream or to leave a toxic relationship, which is something I've had to do more than once in my life. Um, because I, I'm an open book on my channels. Like anyone can ask me a question about my history and I will tell you the deep down truth, (laughs) um, because my story partially is what inspires people and what people connect with. Right. Um, but that's like the majority of the response, right? Like, and I love when I get comments because I go through all the comments and I respond, Um, I try to have as much engagement with my um, with my followers as much as I can, because these are people who are going through some shit in life, Um, whether it's a breakup, a job loss, losing a loved one, run or injury, running the gambit. Right? These are people who are in a space who are looking for guidance, support, um, or just a little hope that things are going to get better. And I think it's so important for. Leaders and influencers in the spiritual space to be very mindful of that because people who are absorbing your content are literally looking for guidance, hope, and to, to keep going in their own lives.
0: Yeah. yeah well, you've certainly not just inspired me, but uh, I've always left feeling like I'm doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so thank you for that. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, why tarot? I mean, for you.
1: Yeah. No, great question. Um. I was just drawn to it. Um I'm I'm pretty damn sure I was a tarot reader in a past life, maybe more than one. Um but cards have always been something that I've been extremely drawn to and not just uh tarot cards, like even from a very young age I loved playing cards um with my with my grandmother. Um, she taught me how to shuffle and I don't know, I just love playing cards. And tarot originally was like the original four suits it wasn't the re uh the re weight um illustrations okay right so um but why tarot i just had such a draw to it i started with oracle first Mm -hmm. because back that a couple years ago i was still like afraid of the tarot. Um, and I was like, okay, angel oracle cards, that feels good because it it still ties to my Christian roots. Right. Um, and then eventually I just kind of graduated to tarot and I bought my first deck. Um, I believe in 2019 and I tried to learn to read by myself and intuitively, if I concentrated, I would get the meanings of the cards or I would get messages. But I wanted to learn the the actual meanings first so I could start telling the story that was in the cards because you're a storyteller when you're a tarot reader. Um, so I took, I think, two or three online courses to just teach myself the textbook meanings, the associated astrology, numerology. So I did put some, a lot of time into that. Um, and then I just threw myself out there on social media and I was like, here we go.
0: <laughs> well good well you're doing great so uh thank you hope, you know yeah yeah um you know you mentioned past lives right mm-hmm. um uh is, is that and that i guess that's something that that you do that you offer also right
1: yeah so um i do past life reiki so if there are any karmic cycles or pat or lessons that you would like to close out that have tran- um have transcended through past lives, I can help you do that. Um, If there's any trauma from a past life, I can help heal that so that trauma doesn't affect you as much in this current life or in future lives. Um, So, And I can do past life reading. So giving you an idea of how many past lives you've lived, who you've been in past lives, what the lessons were that you either closed out, I mean, or finished, or the lessons that you've carried over into this current life that you sign up to learn as a soul before you're born into your physical body. Um, so I kind of touched the gambit on uh, different sectors of, of past life work.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I have uh I've done that twice. Uh, had had readings twice. It was pretty interesting stuff. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really. Uh, that I would say was profound, but. um mm-hmm. uh, one one did kind of make sense uh mm-hmm. i i had a i guess for lack of a better word a vision of me mm-hmm. drowning you know and mm-hmm. uh like and, and this was like last summer when i did this and all my life i've had a fear of drowning yeah not that i can't swim you know mm-hmm. but i've had a fear of drowning that's like my worst fears is drowning. drowning
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah that that that, makes a
1: lot of sense if you have phobias in past lives they definitely can carry over especially if you died that way so that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah 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 that's uh that that, that's always been kind of uh uh in in the back of my mind anytime i got on a boat or whatever you know i'm like man i don't want to drown out here you know i'm not gonna swim but I, i just i don't know why i just don't you know what a drown you know yeah no 100%
1: um yeah usually uh you can tell you have a past life connection to something if you're extremely drawn to it so for mm-hmm. example i have an extreme interest in the renaissance era um specifically like the 15th and 16th centuries um mm-hmm. because i lived a past life in like during the age of like henry the mary queen of scots um and i have a big, big pull to Scotland because I've had past lives in Scotland and I actually just went there last October, which was awesome. Um, But if you have a time period you're drawn to, if you have um, a passion that you just cannot shake and you just need to pursue it, or if you have a a huge interest in something, or if you have an extreme fear of something for no reason whatsoever, you just have this draw towards something, it's usually a past life connection.
0: Yeah, that, I think uh, that that explains my uh, my attraction to the pyramids in Egypt mm-hmm. I, since a little kid, mm-hmm. and I, I've I've said this on, on different shows before. Since since I was a little kid, I've always had a big interest in pyramid stuff, and I think mm-hmm. I've watched every show on Netflix and you know everything else that that's that mm-hmm. ever happened about the pyramids and YouTube and you know I I just love the pyramid stuff so much and yeah that's always uh, <laughs> that's always interesting to me and always I've always been drawn to it so maybe I help build them things I don't know <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah um you know what you might be I don't know if you've ever explored the um the gods and goddesses like Egyptian gods and goddesses
2: mm-hmm.
1: um I, sorry that's just like coming in a little bit for you <laughs> okay.
0: um
1: the Egyptian gods and goddesses I would kind of dive into that a little bit
0: okay yeah yeah see I got my little my little pyramid back here oh there helmet. you go <laughs> yeah. I got that. Then I got my little onk back here. It's got the eye of Ra on it. You can't see it. Okay.
1: So perfect. Um, I, I would look into the sun god.
0: Okay. Because
1: hmm. you seem yeah. connected to him already.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I, and I've uh, I've actually thought about getting a tattoo of, of the eye of Ra
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So then this is resonating for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: okay yeah that'll happen sometimes
0: (laughs) okay yeah cool cool um yeah let's get back to the tarot have have um have you ever done anything like when you're doing your readings or i guess i don't even have to relate to tarot but have you ever done any kind of readings that uh maybe startled you or even scared you
1: um with the tarot no Mm -hmm. um mediumship yes yeah. So mediumship is a little bit different than tarot because yeah. with the tarot I'm channeling a specific spi- like one of my spirit guides mm-hmm. um and then channeling the spirit guides of the person I'm reading if I'm reading for another person. Um when I'm conducting a mediumship session I'm connecting with a human spirit. A spirit spirit guides have never been human, so it's a little bit of a different energy feel. Um and connecting with human spirits, kind of, it can really tax your energy because you have to be able to meet like their vibration with your vibration. So as humans, we're denser. So we vibrate slower, right? Like our, our atoms, our molecules, whatever. When you're just sheer energy, your vibration is that is so much higher. So connecting with human spirit is very, um, it can be time consuming, but it's also energy draining. Um, but as far as scaring me, um, when I started seeing things again with my physical eyes, that would scare me because a lot of times, um, spirit won't manifest as a full figured person. Like they could manifest a face. They could manifest a hand. Like it doesn't have to be just the whole person and that kind of, that can get a little freaky. So I prefer to see things in my mind's eye rather than my physical eyes, um, And I think the scariest thing that ever happened was a past loved one of someone that I was reading tried to jump me. And when I say jump me, I mean, enter my body and speak through me. So, and I don't allow that, (laughs) but this person was pushy. And I, I remind every person that I read through mediumship or when I'm talking about mediumship, just because you don't have a physical body doesn't mean you lose your attitude or your personality
2: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> when you're
1: in spirit. Okay. Crazy aunt Sally, still fucking crazy. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, um, or eccentric or whatever because we don't lose those personality traits. Right. Like that's not, that's not generated by the body. That's generated by the spirit. So um, this person was just so desperate to the spirit was desperate to communicate with their pat with their loved one who was sitting with me that they wanted to literally just be the one to deliver the message themselves rather than telling me what they wanted to say rather than me playing middleman um Mm -hmm. so i would say that was probably the scariest because i can't i have a certain level of control in not allowing that but if a spirit could like I wouldn't say overpower me but they could try and that feeling gets a little scary so i would say that one occurrence was probably the scariest
0: yeah i've never been scared i don't think Uh, um i've been freaked out Mm -hmm. uh i lived in a house uh in another lifetime when i was married and that house was like haunted Mm -hmm. right and I, I woke up one day and there was a black figure standing by my bed. Oh my gosh! I, I, yeah, but um, all of us, like we're talking about, you I know, mean, my family and my kids included, even the dog, we all saw things and heard things, but nothing was there was ever trying to like scare us. I think mm-hmm. or had ill intent. It was just when you see something, it scared the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah but, so yeah, I I, I mean. Other than that, I've never been like scared, scared. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, what do I do?
1: Yeah, it's it's easier for them to manifest at night. So that's why you see them at night and paranormal investigators do all their investigating at night because it's just easier to catch spirit activity.
0: Right. Well, this house, there was plenty of stuff that happened in the daytime and uh, figures were seen in the daytime. Oh
1: wow, yeah. that's rare. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. Um my daughter, she was uh, sitting on the couch. And there's like the little doorway where it goes to the hallway, and you make a right. Her bedroom door is right there. Um, she was sitting on the couch. It was like I said, in the middle of the daytime, and she heard the door open. She heard the doorknob turn, the door open, the light came through because there was a window in the back of the room, and she saw somebody looking the crack like that. You
2: know? Oh wow!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then my son. Uh, he had just graduated high school and he was sitting on the couch and he called me it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and he's like dad i just saw something out of the corner of my eye he said it squatted down uh a figure squatted down and it reached his hand out like that and it touched him on his arm whoa yeah.
1: wow loving, loving that spirit. is extremely rare extremely yeah. rare um yeah. for spirit to manifest like that they have to that requires a lot of energy a lot yeah. of energy and a lot of times they'll they'll rile you up, not to hurt you, um, but right. when you are afraid or anxious, that is like catnip for spirit. Okay. <laughs> Fear is okay. like their lifeblood. So,
2: right.
1: to, if they scare you or like show up and just like freak you out a little bit, they're gonna take that energy you're putting out there, and they're gonna use it to okay. manifest. Okay.
0: Like I said, you know, we we well, we were definitely amped up. Yeah. We were on high alert. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a sure. Yeah, that's know.
1: anxiety. Yeah. That's I mean, that's yeah. a certain level of fear, right? Like if you're on edge, right, like yeah. and you're expecting things to happen, that's a little bit of fear. So they they do that because they want your energy.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, so, like, who inspires you in, in to, to do what you do? What, Who inspires you or what inspires you to do this?
1: Yeah, that's a really, really great question. Um, I'm not going to give you the cliche answer and say, like, some, like, big influencer or, like, spiritual guru inspires me because that would be a lie. Um, I just – I'm not a name dropper. So, honestly – the people the my, the followers that my the people that comment on my posts every day the people in my classes people who book my sessions i i can i can feel the collective energy meaning the collective meaning like humanity right so i can kind of feel like the shifts that are going on in the world and me having the opportunity to Again, help people have some hope that things will get better. That literally is my driving force and my inspiration. Um, I mean, have I read books and gone to lectures and, and things of that nature? Like Eckhart Tolle, Abraham Hicks. Like I started with them very early on in my spiritual journey, and they still do inspire me. Um, but I feel I I'm I'm carving my own path, honestly, um, and people's success stories that I work with inspire me to m- keep moving on my own personal journey and in my business as well. I don't know if that that's a good answer or not, but.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Yeah. a great answer. Um, you know, you mentioned the shift, right. Uh, where you can feel the shift going on in the world mm-hmm. and I've certainly have felt it to a degree and I've even seen it over the last, I don't know, three, four, five years. There seems to mm-hmm. be this shift, you know, Mm-hmm. Where do you think that comes from, or what do you think is happening?
1: Yeah, um, I think people are are waking up. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just look at it from like a factual standpoint, right? We have social media; you always know what's going on all over the world, right? Like, there's information overload. Um, also, it's it's in the astrology for people to step into their spirituality, to step into their life purpose, for um, old structures to be falling away. So there's actually um, an astrological aspect going on Pluto and Capricorn at the 29th degree right now. Um, Capricorn being ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the planet that governs karma and infrastructure and institutions, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Capricorn is how we operate with money, um, how we value money, um, our own view of ourself, especially our physical health, um, how our career space. And then Pluto is the planet of deep transformation, rebirth, and basically destruction. So when a planet is in its 29th degree, it's about to transition out of one sign into the new one. So when that happens, there's usually a lot of endings that lead to new beginnings Um, So um, for your viewers, they should really look to see where um, Capricorn and uh, Aquarius fall in their charts at the 29th degree, because they'll see where some big changes and I should say endings that are leading to positive new beginnings will be happening.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think I heard you mention that before. It, sounds, it was probably yeah.
1: on TikTok. I I try to put in like little tidbits of astrology because I'm still an aspiring astrologer, so I'm still learning. But when I understand the aspects well, I I'll talk about it. But if I'm not like too clear on them, I won't.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. And I, I, I like that you do that. That you talk about the planets. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. a lot more important than what people think. You know. And it for is. that matter, for that matter, the sun and the moon too. Yeah. I don't think people realize it, that, uh, that, that there's an energy there and that, uh, it can be harnessed, you know? Absolutely.
1: uh, I mean, there is, there's a vital reason why the sun is known as like your life force energy and then the moon is your intuition. I mean, the sun plays an integral role in, um, in your vitamin D production, which without vitamin D you're going to have high levels of fatigue. Right and physical breakdown in the body because vitamin D is essential for the bones, for your structure of your body, right? Um, and then the moon it regard uh, um, is associated with your intuition, your psychic gifts, um, your emotional healing. Um, but it's also tied to the cycles of your body—that your that not just the female cycle, but the hormonal cycles in general, but the cycles of life as well, like the life stages. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I like that you've mentioned karma because I actually had that written down here. Uh, is karma real?
1: Oh, yeah. Karma's real. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's yeah. a bad I dish. totally believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I totally believe it. I've seen it. i felt it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm human. So, you know, what comes around goes around. But, yeah, karma is uh, is a real thing. And,
1: uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it usually operates in ways that you don't even realize. Um But no, I am a firm believer in karma.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I, and it, you know, good and bad, right? But Mm -hmm. I've, I've definitely seen, you know, um, karma work in a way that made me happy (laughs) about somebody, you know, about somebody else, you know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I, I, I love it. You know, and that's one thing that I also had to learn was like, you know, what there's karma.
2: Mm -hmm. Karma Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's. It's such a nice – it's such a good lesson, especially with the concept of karma, to trust the universe. Yeah. Have faith that even though someone caused you pain or harm, like, there's something positive that the universe is going to return to you because of that.
2: Sure. Because
1: of that challenging experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say, like, I hope anyone gets bad karma for whatever, but it's it's a nice system of accountability, that the universe right. has has built in, <laughs> and
0: and you know, um, and and not everyone that 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 hurts you did it on purpose, you know, right? Uh, you know, uh, so I don't want nothing bad to happen to those. And not that I want anything bad to happen to anybody, but you know, you, you certainly don't don't wish karma in a bad way on those people. But I think uh, sometimes even if something bad happens to you, that's a, it, it's a lesson, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, just because somebody hurt you doesn't mean they did it on purpose. Right. Um, Exactly. But for those of them that have hurt me, you know, I just sit back and let the universe take care of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Good. Good for you, Joe. That's how you should be doing it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, what kind of advice would you give for somebody who wants to get involved in, especially like tarot? What advice would you give for them?
1: Yeah. um, Great question. Um, I would say... Before you start learning the textbook meanings, meditate with each card. And there are quite a few of them. Okay, there's over 70. Meditate with each of them and write down what intuitively comes to you. Because I I run a tarot school and um, I teach all my students virtually. And the number one hurdle that I support them in overcoming is self-doubt. And lack of confidence. And the the self-doubt and lack of confidence comes from them thinking they're not remembering the, the textbook meanings, right? Because I have to teach them the textbook meanings, right? Because there's, you know, there's a process to learning tarot. But if you start by meditating with each card and writing down the meaning and seeing how close you actually are to associating it to the actual meaning before learning it, you're going to have a a much stronger foundation with regard to your, your tarot reading skills than if you just jumped right in and took a course and started learning all the textbook meanings. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like a way to strengthen your intuition first before you strengthen the mind through knowledge.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think, uh, uh, people need to trust their intuition a lot more than,
1: you know, yes, 100%. Um, the other piece of advice I would say is start with the writer weight deck. Um, it's a, it's a traditional deck with the traditional illustrations because most of like all the meanings are based on those illustrations. Yes, exactly. Yep. That's the magician. Um, so because the, the symbolism is very rich, um, and you, you could dive so deep into the symbolism of the writer weight deck. Um, But the reason I would start there is because that that format has a very specific intention. And it's the traditional way of reading. When you go into these different decks that have like different themes or characters or just completely different variations to the imagery, it changes the meaning of the card slightly. So if you're wanting to have like a strong base to start off with, I'm a traditionalist in this sense. Start with the writer weight illustrations, meditate with each card, and then start to learn the textbook meanings. And then once you feel comfortable with the writer weight meanings and illustrations and symbology, then I would start looking at, you know, the more fun decks you can get that have different um, imagery.
0: Cool. you. That's great advice. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so what are your goals that that you're trying to do? Yeah. So,
1: um, my goals right now are to continue to grow my tarot school, my lightworker business academy, um, where I teach other lightworkers to expand or build their business businesses in the spiritual space. Um, I actually just launched my, um, my manifestation masterclass, which is a four week course, helping people understand the role of healing the heart chakra, um, and manifesting. Um, Growing my Reiki Academy, I I certify people in Reiki one, two, and the master level. Um, And then last but not least, um, monetizing all my channels to the point where I'm in a place where I can offer education for free. That's always been my goal. So I'm always striving to monetize my my platforms and build um, passive forms of revenue so I can create content. That's accessible to everybody,
0: right? Yeah, that's, so that's great. The that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of why you know why why, why I do this, and you know, mm-hmm. I've got other things in the works. I got books and clothes and shirts and you know other things I'm trying to work on. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, at least get a, a little bit of an income to where I can focus my attention on this. And like I said, help as many people as I can, and you know. Um, just you know, just share information i think there's so much information to be shared so much good information to be shared and that, that, that's really what i want to do
1: you know absolutely yeah if i if i can continue to inspire people to share their story and be authentically who they are and step into their purpose like that's ultimately all i want to do and as long as i can you know maintain uh the light staying on like I'm totally cool with
2: it. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree with you on that one, man. Um, so um, just let people learn a little bit more about you. Uh, what do you do when you're not doing this?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. I work all the time. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: love, I love what I do so much. Um, but when I'm not doing this, um, I shut my gifts off and, um, I love to horseback ride. Um, I love to go hiking with my two dogs. Um, I rollerblade outside. Um, I love mountain biking. I'm a very active person. Um, I actually love to read. So there's a couple of lo- local coffee shops by me. I'll just grab a book and I'll go there and I'll read just for pleasure, not for work. Um, I love traveling to new places. Like last year, I think I planned my Scotland trip in a week, and I just dropped everything and I went. Oh
2: wow! Um, yeah. Which
1: is pretty cool. And then I went to Ireland this January, um, and I'm headed to the coast of North Carolina this week actually to go check out the beach. Um, so I I like to do a lot of different stuff. I'm just always try to like stay active and get out of the house because my business is virtual. So I'm literally like. Sitting on my butt, like at my laptop or with my yeah. tripod and my camera and everything. Um, so I try to be active when I'm not working as much.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite movies that you like to watch?
1: Oh, favorite movies? Um, I love Constantine, Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. Gotta love him. Um,
0: Is he gonna do I a love- part two? Was I there? You about it. I, I, I think he's talked about doing a part two to that.
1: I would love that they would yeah. just need to do it so well. Yeah. Like the first one was so good. Yeah. Um, I was really upset with like the last matrix that he did. I was like, uh
2: eh. yeah, um was- so table
1: that one, but um hollow with Johnny Depp, um favorite movies. Oh. My gosh, huh? <laughs> I know. Um, you know what's funny? I love the National Lampoon movies. Okay. Um, yeah. Those are hilarious. Um, Step Brothers is my favorite comedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we quote them all the time.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that yeah. movie is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Wedding Crashers is always great. Um, I'm not a big like TV watcher.
2: Yeah.
1: Like if I have free time, I'm literally like reading a book meditating, outside. Um, I even have like those adult like mandala coloring books and stuff. Like I'm very yeah. artsy in that way. Um, But yeah, I would say those are a few of my favorite movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tombstone, like one of my all time favorites. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. I liked all of them.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. yeah those like, I, I love this. I love those. I can watch them over and over again. Mm. Well, cool. Well, we're coming up again on, on the end of the hour here, but uh, somebody put a uh, cheaper <laughs> yeah Ugh,
1: I can't get through yeah. that movie if I'm watching it by myself.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, tell everyone again uh, how to get in touch with you and if they want to. Uh, learn some, uh, get some good learning from you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So you guys can check me out at the holistic siren.com, which is my website. Holistic is spelled with a W. Okay. So the And that is my, um, that's my name on all my platforms, um, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, um, same spelling across the board. So I would love you guys to check me out. Um, I have different content on all my platforms. Um, and if you guys are just looking for, for some support on your healing journey, check
0: me out cool beans yeah and uh, if you guys don't know she's on tiktok also you can go check her out there man she's great she's awesome uh, my sister here says hi she's one of my biggest fans even hello. Like her. hello sister yeah. yeah even though i don't like her too much but still <laughs> yeah yeah so cool um man thanks a lot for doing the show i really appreciate it And uh, everyone in the, in the group chat man i appreciate you guys too as, as always you have any, uh, thing you want to say to the masses, any uh, good advice?
1: Any good advice. Um, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid to make that change. Start that project to say that thing you need to say. Uh, just be, put yourself out there as much and as often as you can, um, because I promise you, you will be so much stronger for it. And yes, I do (laughs) one-on-one. I see it in your comments.
2: Okay, I was going to try to get that. Okay,
0: cool. Um, Yeah, I. um, one of the things I liked what you said, you said, welcome in what you want, let go of what you know you no longer need. I thought that was great. In one of your shorts, I think is what it was. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you well, gotta cool. let
1: go of the old to make space for the new. Just law yeah. of attraction.
0: Yeah, and don't worry about anyone judging you. You know, yeah. Well, cool. Exactly. Well, again, you know, thanks again for doing the show, man. I really appreciate it. You did great. And um,
1: thank you. If
0: you ever need anything for me to share anything, promote anything, just hit me up, and I'll I'll share away.
1: Awesome, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you too. And uh, everyone, you hope you guys have a good night. And again, my contact is beyond.woodline at gmail.com. I look forward to see, reading some of you guys' emails. You guys always make me laugh, and uh, you, guys, you guys are just great. So I really do appreciate you too. Thank you, everybody. That, yeah, good night. And uh, we'll catch you later on.